Hi, I'm Beth Hockberger, CPA, CGMA, and today I have a fabulous realtor, Alexa Rosario, who is going to tell us a bit about this crazy situation of moving to Florida. Because a lot of this happening. Yeah. Uh, Alexa, you want to introduce yourself first? Yeah, sure. So my name is Alexa Rosario, as Bed just mentioned. Um, I've been selling real estate since 2013. And so it's been interesting to see the market change from right after recovering from the last sort of uh, crash. And then now where we are, even when we saw a lot of people um, in the midst of a, a transaction at the beginning of COVID to prices increasing, multiple offers. And so it, it's been interesting to see kind of over the last almost 10 years of what what really has changed in the market um in addition to selling real estate um i'm super involved in the community i love to to meet new people and really just be a resource for my clients that you know it's not just about the house it's really about the lifestyle and so you know i, I really use my relationships for the benefit of my clients and i think that's such a great thing with like our, us younger people the involvement in the community and giving back and all that's super super important i'm also like Definitely. crazy involved like Probably oh, to I know. A, Trust a me. too much level, <laughs> to yes, a detriment totally. maybe, but uh, you know, it's worth it. It's like lasting impact on the world. So, uh, okay. So yeah, totally. let me ask you, what do you think is the biggest question, I guess, when people are moving to Florida from somewhere else that they have about living here? Yeah. So what we're seeing, interestingly enough, is that most of our, our people who are relocating to South Florida are coming from California and coming from the Northeast, so specifically New York and New Jersey. Um, I think one of, so there's a couple of things that come up consistently. First is um, almost always they ask me about like hurricanes, gators, li uh, lizards, like all the Florida stuff, uh, which always makes me laugh. Um, second, I It's all the things we're known is, for, right? <laughs> exactly, so um, second is once they come down here, um, they start to notice that our construction is a little bit different. So small things like um, up north, when you walk into a property, the door generally opens inward. So you turn the door and open inward. Here in South Florida, we pull outwards. And so um, there's things like that, that our construction is different because of, of hurricanes and hurricanes. because of wind. Um, yeah, yes. so insurance <laughs> comes up. I mean, so, so oh, there's, yeah, there's a lot of different things that um, that I think um, different angles that that people are looking for and essentially it, it's really just is this lifestyle going to work for me is I think the kind of underlying theme to all of those specific questions you know that door thing is really funny because I was I'm from New Jersey originally I was up there for a while this summer and every time I went somewhere I'm like why is this door so funny because you forget <laughs> you know I've been I've been living in Florida since 2004 I'm just used to it and then you yep. go back up north and you're like wait a minute why are the doors weird? So that is, I know. Well, it is a thing. <laughs> weird it, doors. So it's funny. It's funny because, so I actually down here walked into a property, like, I don't know, last week or maybe two weeks ago. And it opened, it opened inwards. And at first my brain just was like, I, it was one of those things where I was like, wait, what is happening right now? And then, so I'm like, oh, this property is not qualified for, for a hurricane um, uh, insurance discount just because of that one small thing. But it was just, it was funny because you don't normally see that. And then, I don't know, it, it was like, I walked in and I walked through the door and I was like, wait, that's not right. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, that that is that is like a weird quirk, I guess. Um, what about like the process, right? Because I don't think for most people moving here, it's probably not their first time buying a house. Probably own one somewhere else. Do they struggle with just like the process? Yeah, that's actually a great question. So specifically, New Yorkers, um, they are so confused by our process because in New York, they're in attorney state where you basically write a, a letter of intent and the buyer and seller agree on terms. And then the attorney goes and writes the actual contract. And then their closings take like 45 to 60 days. Here in Florida, we use a standard contract that was written by the Florida Bar. It's approved by the Florida Realtors. And so <laughs> we don't have to do all of that. And so our closing time frame is about 30 days rather than the 45 to 60 days that, you know, when you when you have to involve attorneys and all those other sort of logistics. So from that perspective, it's, it's very different. That's, yeah, that's probably an unusual. It's probably not the only change from the way things yeah. operate in Florida, but... It's funny because usually things aren't faster here than in, like in the Northeast. I would agree usually, with that, yes. Usually it's slower, but that's interesting that that's one of those things that's faster. Uh, but what yeah. about like you mentioned like, you know, will the Florida lifestyle work for them? What are things that people kind of maybe don't expect to be so different here other than the weather uh, from when they move, especially from New York? Like California, I don't think lifestyle is so, so, so different, but New York... Yeah. So, so my, my Californians always complain about how flat our land is. Um, so they're, they're like, you know, the highest hill here is like, a, is like a, a bridge that goes over a main road. And I'm like, listen, I can't do anything about our, our, the sea level here. Um, but for, so for our New Yorkers, um, I always jokingly say that South Florida is like New York with a tan because there's so many people from the Northeast who have moved down here. Um, and what you'll find is, it, there is still an underlying sort of vacation culture where everything is a little bit more laid back. And my New Yorkers always get so frustrated and struggle <laughs> with New York time. I'm sorry, with, with South Florida time or yeah. Miami time as some people Or island it. time or whatever we're on. It's true. It's so whatever true. Whatever you want to call it. Yes, that is, that, that's probably the number one thing that my New Yorkers get so, so mad down. about. <laughs> Slow yes. it down. Yes, uh, definitely. It's funny because a lot of times like I'll meet people in my neighborhood, like new people come and I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait till you've been here a year and you've chilled out. <laughs> Cause you're still like yes. an uptight Northeastern or like, I came in like that too. I understand, but yep. you yeah. gotta like and acclimate to the culture. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And it happens. It, it, so I think the other thing <laughs> is it takes about two years for somebody to really <laughs> consider a new place, whether it's Florida or somewhere else to be home. So you can always be from where you're from, but really to, to, feel like you're actually connected to your new place, uh, it takes about two years. And my New Yorkers usually take a little bit longer because those New York ties run deep. Um, but I would say two to three years in that case where you're finally like, I think that first trip back up north during the winter and you're like, oh no, my blood has thinned out. I don't do the cold anymore. Yes. And that's when you accept <laughs> that you're a Floridian. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's when you go up there and you're like, oh my God, how did I survive this for years? Yes, that definitely. is true. I think for me, one of the things that was hardest was actually, this is gonna sound strange, but it was getting used to a different supermarket. Yeah, definitely. It, well, you know, and like, I, and we love Publix, but it's just different. Yes. It's different from what you're used to wherever you're coming from. 
presumably. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, if, if that's with anywhere that you move to. You're going to yeah. have to find a new supermarket. You're going to have to find your new favorite gas station. You're going to have to find your new nail and lash people <laughs> and hair people and all these different kind of um, people who serve who serve you in your day-to-day life. That's, I think, more than anything, the, the truly hardest part of relocating because you literally are starting from scratch. And so, you know, that part is frustrating for a lot of people. And what's interesting about that is, because I get a lot of questions about people who want to become residents, obviously for tax reasons. And yes. I go through that with them. I'm like, you gotta find a new doctor. You gotta find like a new dentist, new attorneys, new everything, like a new bank, yes. like all this stuff. You kind of have to sever those ties unless you want that <laughs> the state you're leaving to be like, oh no, you're still a resident because you're still using all these resources and you have all these connections here. So yeah, and it's hard. Definitely. It's, you know, a hard emotional transition, I think, for some people. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, and and going back to the whole island time, Miami time, whatever you want to call it, in 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 professional situations, that I think is actually even harder um, than just adjusting to Miami time because uh, the New Yorkers and, and my Jersey people get so frustrated because they're like, you're, it's 9.02 and you're not ready. Like, what kind of professional is this? And it's just, unfortunately, like, that is that is kind of just Florida. Like. <laughs> that, you just got to accept it. Like, don't schedule exactly. a meeting before 10. Like, it's not even worth, <laughs> it's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, okay, so I've been hearing stories about, um, like, things don't even make it to market and they've got multiple offers and they're like over asking and all. is this still happening? Is that still the situation? Uh, yeah. So, uh, when that's kind of two separate questions, so I'll answer them individually. So for the off market properties, um, in some of the higher end markets, so like specifically in like LA in Manhattan, um, in some neighborhoods in Miami, we're seeing as much as 20, 20 to 21% of sales happening off market. Um, and most of that happens in the luxury price point because what what we see is that someone who's like, you know what, if you give me this price, I will move. And so there is some discretion that comes in with that because you have a lot of luxury people who don't want to have to go through the whole process of having people walk through their house. They don't want, you know, all the the attention of selling their property. And then if you can find them a buyer without them having to actually put the property on the market, that's generally when you're going to find um, you know, off-market properties being That's most super common. Interesting. Yeah, and yeah, I guess definitely. it makes sense because if you've got like some luxury place and you just list it, you're gonna get so many people just want to see your house. <laughs> yeah, well, and, right? and, and waste it's your press, time too, right? Yeah, it's de- it's definitely the press too because there's yeah. like the real deal South Florida. There's all these different press outlets where when a when a really unique, really expensive property comes on the market, um, the press is all over it, and so. They're like, oh, you know, this celebrity, this athlete selling their property, and you know, it's a, it's a, it's a whole thing. Um, so that from that perspective, it's it's interesting. Going into the multiple offer side of things, um, yes, that is still happening. We are seeing that instead of there being twenty or thirty offers on a property, we're seeing that there's like you know, three to like seven prop or seven offers on a property, and so you know. It's still competitive, but we are seeing that there's more listing inventory coming on the market, making it a little bit easier for uh, for buyers to find oh, those properties. So that's interesting. Yeah. So maybe it's like maybe kind of hitting the peak of this insanity, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so during the worst part of, uh, or I should say, not, not called the worst part, the most competitive <laughs> part of the market, yeah, we had a forty percent decrease 
and available listings on the market from pre-COVID. So if you imagine if there's 10 houses on the market pre-COVID, there were only six that were on the market post or during COVID. And so, and that was across all price points. It wasn't just like just the lower <laughs> price or just the higher price, because what we find is that a lot of people are like, okay, well, if I'm gonna sell my property, yes, I'll get what I what I want for it, but where am I gonna go? And so there's been several different sort of options that yes. have come up to make that process or that transition a little bit easier. Yeah, I, I've been saying that all the time because houses are selling for like ridiculous prices in my neighborhood. I'm like, oh, wouldn't that be great? Like get get all this money out of my house. And I'm like, but then I have to move somewhere else and I have to buy something else. So where am I going? I don't wanna leave yeah. Florida. And the people that I speak to that are like contemplating or in the process of moving, the area that seems to be popular is Sarasota for some reason. Cause they're like priced out of Miami, priced out of Fort Lauderdale, priced out of Tampa, priced out of Jacksonville. And I'm like, Sarasota is the only thing we can afford. I'm like, okay, I don't <laughs> wanna move to Sarasota. So I guess I'm staying in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, so to that point, um, so I've seen a lot of people moving to Atlanta, to central Florida, and also to the West, really all along the West Coast. Um, now, what I'm finding, I'm not sure if I'm frozen. Nope. Are we? Okay, perfect. No, uh, well, so I still I'm, see you. You still look okay. We'll see what happens. <laughs> okay, no problem. I just, I figured it might be on my side. So, um, so what we're finding is that uh, what I always tell people in that situation is first, the market that you sell in is the market that you buy in. So everybody gets freaked out by this, forgetting the fact that if you sell in an up market, you're also going to buy in an up market, but you're going to get to take advantage of the equity from your existing property to then take over to your new property. And so that helps a lot in, in a situation like this. If you wait until prices go down, your property value is also going to go down and you'll end up selling in a down market, but you'll also buy in a down market as well, which takes us into a whole separate conversation about interest rates and all this other stuff. So um, oh, just, yeah. I would say, that's, don't that's a lot of economics. It's <laughs> a lot of Definitely. economics that people need to Definitely. think about. Um, yes. Okay, so Alexa, I've kept you here for quite a while, and I definitely love talking to you about this. I think it's so Likewise, interesting. yeah, definitely. Um, so, okay, and I forgot to tell you this before we got on, but I usually put people on a spot, on the spot, <laughs> and ask if you've got, like, any special talent or, like, something interesting about yourself that maybe mm. people don't really know. <laughs> So my COVID hobby, when we were trapped in our houses forever, was I got really super into studying herbalism and how plants affect the body. And so, um, like, I make all my own skincare products. I make my own teas. So that's kind of been my my sort of um, that's so cool. Random fun facts. Yeah. So and and that's I love really it. Awesome. It's like. Well, I, so, you have yeah. a new business to start now. You're going to start like a organic plant-based <laughs> skincare so, line. So what's funny <laughs> is that my, my boyfriend has a company that he outsources personal trainers to people's doors. And so from he, he has like 70 trainers on his platform. Um, and then they offer like a, a nutritionist meal prep, all these different things. And so he keeps talking about doing a supplement line. And so he, he's been trying to get me to sell my products and I'm like, I do this for fun. Like this is the one thing I do for me. And so we're going through all of that now. And um, yeah, you know, yeah. You don't always but... need to turn every hobby into like a money making venture. It, it sometimes does take the fun out of it. So that that is true. So maybe maybe you don't want to sell. <laughs> I know. So then I have family and friends who keep asking for this stuff. So I'm like, uh, well, at least cover my cost of the the materials yeah. to make you yeah, this stuff. That's so true. you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. But it we'll is. see where that goes. <laughs> 
All right. Do you have any last things that you want to say, talk about, plug? Um, I so in terms of relocation, I did put together a guide that's it's about thirty pages. Oh, it's very graphic, so it's not just thirty pages of text. Um, that is a relocation black book, and it teaches you everything that you need to know about relocating to Florida, including there's even a section that talks about hurricanes and gators and all that kind of stuff. Because, like I said, I get that question a lot. Um, so if you want to send me a, a thanks, I'll, and I'll send it to you so you can take a look at it too. Oh, awesome. um, send me a direct message on Facebook or Instagram. You can just text me relocate, um, and that will that will trigger the automation to send that to you. So. Uh, the feedback we've gotten from it has been amazing. Um, and so I'm excited to share it with more people. That's awesome. All right. That's a great resource, especially like Thanks. there are so many questions. And I know I get asked the same questions. Maybe I should make my own. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you if you want to check it out. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, then I can send it to people who ask me those questions. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Here, ask Alexa. Like, she'll <laughs> answer all your questions for you. <laughs> absolutely. Yep. It's It would be my pleasure, too. All right, Alexa, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to put your contact info um, on the, the post about this. And if anybody's looking to move, clearly you're a fantastic resource. So thank you so much. Thank you. And it was so fun chatting with wonderful. you. And I really appreciate you. Yeah, thanks. You too. All right. All See right. you all next time. Bye. <laughs>